I'm a little under the weather, but I still wanted to put something together for you. I've gone back over every episode over the last three months and yoinked out all of the pet-specific stories. So if you're new here, yay, welcome. If you've binged every episode over the last three months, then, well, these will feel familiar. But either way, thank you and enjoy. All right, so check this out. First of all, sorry about my English if it's not perfect. English isn't my native language, but I'll try to make this understandable. This happened to me today, and after a couple of hours of trying to find a logical explanation for this, I came to a conclusion that I just can't. Later, I remembered reading these glitch stories from Reddit some time ago, so I thought I could make my first Reddit post and share this event with you. Here's some background information to make this a bit more clear. I'm a 20-year-old guy, still living with my family, that's my mom, my dad, my little sister, and our dog, which I'll call Molly. Molly is a Newfoundland dog that loves winter and spends most of the days, and sometimes even nights, in our backyard, sleeping and chilling in thick snow. Today, in the afternoon, I was home alone and Molly was sleeping in the snowy backyard, like always. Suddenly, I remembered that in the morning I promised my dad to pick up groceries before he comes home from work. It was already 4 p.m., about a half an hour before my dad usually comes home. I grabbed my keys and looked outside of our living room window to see Molly still peacefully sleeping on the snow. I thought about letting her sleep there since I would only be away for half an hour, but then decided to take her inside to get some food and water. I opened the door and called her to come in, only to see the most disappointed dog face ever. Newfies really love the freezing cold air. I finally managed to lure her in with some snacks and locked the door. I was about to leave and walked through the hallway to the front door. Molly followed me all the way, looking extremely sad to be left alone. I told her I would be back in a minute and slowly closed the door, still talking to Molly as the gap fully closed. The last sight of Molly's snowy paws stuck to my mind, and I remember being irritated thinking that I have to dry the whole house with a towel after all that snow has melted on the floor. I started walking towards the car and immediately saw my dad driving into our yard. I waited outside my car as he parked and got out of his car. He told me he had a bit of a shorter day at work and seemed to be frustrated at me for leaving at the last minute. I told him I just took Molly inside and she'll be waiting for him behind the door. She usually hears the car coming and goes to wait behind the door. I saw my dad opening the door as I was slowly driving away from our yard, expecting to see a happy Molly welcoming him. But Molly wasn't there, which was a bit weird to see, but I didn't think much of it. Dad stepped in and closed the door after giving me a seemingly surprised look from not meeting Molly right away. I left and thought to myself that Molly probably went to the kitchen to eat or drink water and just ran to my dad right after the door was closed. I was away for about a half an hour and when I got back inside, I saw my dad brushing Molly's fur in the living room. As I was putting groceries in the fridge, my dad asked me why I told him that Molly was inside. I quickly answered, saying that I took her inside right before I left, like I had said before. I didn't really understand what my dad was trying to ask me. He said that when he came in, he saw Molly barking behind the backyard door, wanting to be let in. 
We argued for quite some time, me telling him that I clearly remember Molly sitting behind the door with her snowy paws and sad face just a minute before he got in, and him telling me that she was barking behind the closed door in the backyard. I then asked about snow or water on the floor, and Dad said there was nothing on the floor, not even the smallest puddle. Some of you may know how badly wet snow can stick to the long fur of a dog that's been rolling in it. Considering the size of an adult Newfoundland dog, that amount of snow melted into water looks like it's been poured from a bucket. I have no idea what happened. I wasn't intoxicated or significantly tired, and there's no mental illness in our family. Also, my dad never lies, and even if he did, what would have been the point in that? Was this a glitch in the Matrix? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When I was a kid, I lived in a really tall house. There was a central set of stairs that went four stories high that the house was built around. My parents' room was on the fourth floor while I lived on the third floor right next to the stairs. My childhood dog, this mutt named Bueller, would climb up the stairs most nights to go to sleep with my parents, while occasionally sleeping with one of my siblings on the floor below me. Anytime Bueller was walking around the house, you could hear the clacks of his paws on the wooden planks. He would never head up at a consistent time either, going from as early as 8 to even as late as midnight. Fast forward, it's July 2014. I'm 17 years old and Bueller had just passed. The house felt very empty for a while and we'd gotten so accustomed to his clacks that it was just, you know, odd not hearing them anymore. But they kept on coming. For about two weeks after his death, I, along with my parents, heard Bueller climb the stairs almost every night. The sound was unmistakable. I had heard this noise for years on end. It was the same pattern and the same rhythm as Bueller in life, except there was no Bueller anymore. There was no weather pattern going on. The house wasn't especially creaky, and we didn't have any other pets than him. It was never at the same time every night either. When it became late July, we stopped hearing Bueller's clacks. I asked my parents if they heard the noises and they said that they did. It had to be Bueller coming up the stairs. I'll say that I never went to see what it was, just because, I mean, I already knew what it was. It was Bueller going upstairs to sleep with my parents. All right. So check this out. My cat is teleporting around my room. Just now, my partner and I were watching our five-year-old Tabby in our room. 
he can be a rambunctious guy. He's always running off to go knock things over or generally go insane around the house, so we keep him in our room with us when we aren't moving around the house. We have a pretty large space in our room. It's basically its own apartment, so he gets plenty of space to run up here where we can still keep an eye on him. Anyway, we were watching him just now as he crept towards the door to our room to try to escape. We called him in from the door multiple times, never taking our eye off of the door area. It's slightly around a corner, so we couldn't see exactly where he was standing, but we knew he was over there because we both watched him walk over there and there's nowhere else around that corner for him to stand. Just the door. Now, normally, he comes right away when we call him because he knows he isn't supposed to be by the door. He'll scratch the door to pieces also. But there was no response. We stared at the door area, and he never walked out from that area, even though we both saw him walk over there. We both stood up to check, and he just wasn't there. We searched all of his spots in the room, especially his favorite underneath my partner's office chair, and he wasn't there either. Well, we checked everywhere twice, and when we go back to the office chair, there he is, exactly where he just wasn't. Now, I know cats are fast, but there's just no way. We both watched him walk to the door, and then he just wasn't by the door anymore. We both saw him not under the chair, only for him to be found right under that chair. We both kind of just shrugged it off because cats, you know? Cats are weird. Cats are trippy. Cats just be like that. But then, I'm sitting on our couch where I can see the chair that he was under, and I never saw him leave from that spot after I sat down. And then my blanket moves, and he's now under my blanket with me. He even looked spooked. He gave me this questioning meow like, Mom, what happened? I'm stunned. My partner saw me lift the blanket up and find him, and we're both speechless. Kitty is sitting on my partner's lap now, acting as if nothing ever happened. And this all happened within two or three minutes as well. What do you all think about this? Is this a glitch in the Matrix? Or do cats really just be like that? Kitty seems like he was not trying to teleport around today. This happened several years ago, but I'll set the scene. I was visiting my parents, and my brother lived with them. My brother was gifted a beautiful orange corn snake named Ozaday. One day, I hear this blood-curdling scream coming from my neighbor's house, and I look outside to see what's going on, and what do I see? Ozaday, just vibing outside. My parents live in a duplex, and Ozaday was rarely out of her tank. So I go outside, I look her over, and yeah, that's her. I pick her up. At this point, I'm super confused, so I holler up the stairs to my brother. Hey man, why the F is Ozaday outside? He says, huh? She's not. I say, well, not anymore, I just grabbed her. How the F did she get outside? He says, no, seriously, she's not, she's right here. He walks to the top of the stairs with Ozaday in hand, these snakes were completely identical. Beautiful, beautiful corn snakes. And corn snakes are not wild. I thought she must have been someone else's pet who had escaped. I went around to all the neighbors and asked, but no one had a pet corn snake. I posted something on Craigslist and posted flyers. 
If she was someone's pet, she was well taken care of just like Ozade was, but no one ever claimed her. The sad ending to the story is that my cat got a hold of the second snake and punctured its skull several months later. It didn't survive despite our best efforts. It still trips me out every time I remember this. How did this snake double? How did the exact same court snake just randomly appear in front of my parents' apartment? In 1988, a friend and I were staying in an extremely small one-bedroom house for a week in the middle of the Allegheny Mountains. The closest neighbor was almost five miles away and there was nothing but country. Late one night, we were up listening to music and I heard a dog scratching at the door. It was a small, friendly Jack Russell, so we let it in and gave it some food and water. We were sitting in the living room when the dog ran past into the bedroom and then slowly backed out of the bedroom growling and snarling with the fur on his back standing straight up. We both stood up, grabbed our jackets and walked out of the house. We stood outside the front door calling for the dog but the dog wouldn't come so we shut the door and walked away from the house to calm down because it freaked us out a little. We kept our eyes on the front door there was no back door and the house was easy to see because the porch light was the only light around for miles. It was dead quiet. We didn't hear anything. We couldn't even hear the dog anymore. After about 30 minutes, we went back into the house and the dog was gone. We've never seen it since. For a few days, we tried to figure out how the dog could have gotten out of the house or what could have spooked it so bad that night, but we never did. The dog couldn't have gotten out without someone letting it out. We didn't see anyone come out and as far as we could tell, there was no one around for miles. We didn't see another person or a car drive past the entire time that we stayed there. Me and the friend that was there that day are still friends to this day and every now and again we bring it up and try to explain it in a way that makes sense, but we never can. To set the scene, I work at a small pet store. We usually only have one or two customers inside at a time. There are two doors into the store, a front and a back door, and they both set off a chime when opened to alert us so we can make sure that we welcome every customer. Today, I was about to check out the only customer in the store when I heard the back door chime. As I was making my way up to the register to check out this guy, I catch a glimpse of the second customer as she walks between the aisles. She's a young black woman being led by a small fluffy white dog on a leash. I make a mental note of what she looks like so that when I'm done checking this guy out, I can go greet her properly, tell her about our deals, and see if she needs any help. I check the guy out, it only takes a minute, and then he leaves. The door chimes on his way out, but I haven't heard any other chimes so I know this lady and her dog are the only customer now in the store. I'm searching through the aisles and I can't find her anywhere, until I suddenly stumble across another woman with a dog on a leash, but she's Asian, and her dog is much bigger, maybe 50 pounds, and brown. 
I scour the rest of the store three times over, and she's the only customer in there. The black lady with the little white dog is nowhere to be seen. I have no idea where they went, and how the Asian lady got in. I had a view of both doors when I watched the guy leave out of the front door. No one slipped in or out while he was leaving. I can't stop thinking about it. It's really freaking me out. We don't have cameras, so I can't check if I'm going crazy, but I know what I saw. Did the lady disappear? Or did she shapeshift? What's going on? This happened on a Tuesday evening around 6.30 p.m. I've been lurking this subreddit. I'm so interested in this topic, but I'd never had one happen to me. At least nothing attention-grabbing enough for me to notice. A little backstory to illustrate how anxious and frustrated I was before this glitch. I have two young daughters. One had just finished her dance class. My toddler daughter was in the car with me during said dance class and getting antsy because she was over being in her car seat and playing in the car. She kept saying she wanted french fries. As soon as class is over, I made my way down the road during traffic to hit up the Wendy's. By this point, my youngest is losing her cool, crying that she wants to go home, wants to get down. She continues screaming all the way to Wendy's and then all the way home. Meanwhile, my older daughter has informed me that she has to go to the bathroom badly and doesn't think that she can hold it. I tell her I can't take her inside anywhere because my youngest is so upset, but we'll be home soon and I'll get there as soon as I can. She says, Mom, I don't think I can hold it. So here is where the glitch happens. We pull into the garage and I let my oldest out of her booster seat and I tell her to go inside to potty and she runs in and goes straight to the bathroom. I unbuckle my youngest, retrieve the food and other items from the car, and head inside. When you enter the interior garage door and look to your left, that's where the guest bathroom is and where my oldest was at the time. If you turn left in front of that bathroom, you run into the closed master bedroom where I had shut the dog and cat in before leaving as usual. Well, I went straight through a doorway that leads to my living room and was greeted by my dog. I said to him out loud, Remy, how did you get out? I don't take the time to figure it out. I just set my toddler down and the food and a few other items and go back out to the garage to grab a couple more things. I go to the kitchen and start making a grilled cheese to go with my girl's fries. I'm called towards the bathroom to break up a fight between my girls head back towards the kitchen, flip the grilled cheese, and then go back to the bathroom to make sure my eldest has wiped and washed her hands. I go back to the kitchen, plate them up, ready my food, and sit down on the couch to enjoy some delicious Wendy's nugs and a baked potato. No sooner than I have sat down, I hear my dog whining to be let out. I go to the garage door and open it, thinking he must have stuck by me on the way to get those additional items out and got himself shut out there. But nope, he wasn't there. So I go to the master bedroom around the corner and the door was closed. I hadn't opened it and it has a child safety doorknob thing on it and my toddler couldn't have opened it either. 
I finally opened the door for the first time this evening since putting them away, and there is Remy and the cat, right where I had left them. I asked my older daughter if she had opened the door, and she said she never did, and added that she didn't see Remy pass by her when she came in. Who or what had I acknowledged when I first got home? Okay, I'm completely shocked and I have no clue where to post this, so I'm sorry if it doesn't belong. I live in a major city in the Midwest and I went to take my dog to the dog park after I finished working. It's a pretty small dog park and I can see all sides of it when I'm there. It was just her and I in there and I noticed a pigeon fly into the tree and sit on a tree branch. I thought it was a little strange because we don't get many pigeons near where we're at in the city but just brushed it off and began to play with my dog. About two minutes later, I hear a thud and I see that the bird has fallen out of the tree. I went to inspect the bird and I noticed that his head was clean off and his chest was ripped open. The head was nowhere to be found, by the way. I didn't hear anything prior to the bird falling and the bird looked fine when I first saw it land on the tree. My dad thinks that a hawk could have gotten at it, but again, I didn't hear or see anything before the bird fell and we don't get much wildlife where I'm at. I am so confused. What in the world do you think could have happened? About 12 years ago, I had to move back in with my mom. I was living in a bedroom at her house, sleeping on a bunk bed, and at the house, my mom had one of our childhood cats still alive, but the cat was very old. We actually put her down not long after this story took place, but that's not related. I had just gotten home, it was the afternoon, and decided I was going to go and lay down on my bed. So I went upstairs, closed my bedroom door, laid down and got comfortable and put the blanket over my head. I hadn't been laying down even two minutes, so I wasn't drifting in and out of sleep or anything. I felt the cat jump up on my bed and then felt her take two or three steps along my side on top of the blankets that were over me. She usually didn't come into my room, so I said, Cat, what are you doing here? And pulled the blanket off of my head and looked down to where the cat should have been but she wasn't there. My door was still closed. There was no sign that anything had been walking next to me on the bed. So I got up to get out of bed, went back downstairs, and the cat was asleep on the arm of the couch. There aren't any other creatures in the house at the time, and like I said, it didn't look like there was anything that had disrupted the blanket that was laid out over top of me. I had been laying down long enough that wasn't the blanket settling either and it distinctly felt like a cat stepping gingerly across a blanket. And you know that feeling. Here's the TLDR. Was that a ghost cat, or was my cat walking on my bed with her subconscious? Recently, I got a dog. Despite working long hours and having two kids at home, I try to do a one-hour walk with the dog every evening. This is often after 8 p.m., so with it being winter now, 
it's already dark when I leave. I live in a rural village with some walking trails that run alongside a stream and between some agricultural fields. During my walk this night, my dog was suddenly startled by something. She's a hunting dog, so I'm used to her following her nose and running around me. That's why I have such a self-retreating leash. But suddenly, the dog starts running away until the leash is pulled to the maximum. However, she continues to pull after some corrections that I gave. I don't pay special attention to the environment around me when I walk. I just look at the path and listen to some music. But I felt that something was wrong. As I turned my gaze towards the field, I saw in the moonlight something in the distance walking on four legs, which at first sight looked like a deer to me. But when it got about 50 meters from me, it suddenly stopped and stood straight on two legs and looked at me. Reaching about my height, which is 1.8 meters or 5'11", suddenly I was cramped with fear. It felt like it could smell my fear and my dog's. But the silhouette of its head did face me as the dog stood some five meters from me, still floundering with its collar. Not really knowing what to do, I just stared back at it. Where I live, there isn't really lots of wildlife that I know of. I only know of deers that live there and I've only encountered a fox or a hedgehog and a hare before. But the dog was more intrigued by these encounters and didn't run away then. She wasn't afraid of cows or horses in the meadow either, but this was something else. She really wanted to get away from this. After about a minute or two, I tried to take my torchlight and face it towards it, but it didn't provide enough light to see what it was and just made everything darker around me when my eyes got used to it. Another three minutes pass away, just looking at the vague thing in the distance that still stood straight up until suddenly a car showed up in the distance on a nearby road. The thing hopped back on four legs and ran off. Regaining my courage after some time, I still had to walk at 20 minutes home. This was the worst feeling of my life. I don't know if I'm ever going to walk my dog again. And what really makes me uncomfortable is I recently dreamt that something attacked my dog and when it wanted to face me, I woke up totally in sweat and started hyperventilating. I really hope it was just a deer or something, but I don't know if a deer can stand straight for about five minutes. Recently, a wolf was spotted, which is very unusual in our region, but apparently it just passed here during its migration to a more forested area. There's also an animal shelter about 20 kilometers away, or almost 12 and a half miles, that has some confiscated circus bears but I don't think this was a bear. For those that are well-versed in their cryptid knowledge, that is what is known as a not-deer. It's been a snowy week where I live, and I had a weird glitch with one of my dogs last night. One of my dogs is happy to stay out in the snow until we literally drag him inside or entice him in with treats, while the other prefers to go in and out every 20 minutes all day. Last night, I let the in-and-out dog in. He brought a chunk of ice in with him and happily laid down to eat it. 
I went to sit down in the living room and my husband unpaused the show that we were watching so we could continue. The two of us made some comments about the dog eating ice and other general small talk. About 10 minutes went by while we watched TV together and all of a sudden I hear the distinct sound of the In-N-Out dog's bark coming from outside. My husband and I look at each other with confusion and I get up to go check and sure enough he's back outside. The door was closed, no one else lives with us and neither of us left the couch between the time that I let him in and the time that we heard him barking outside. We're both still baffled about how exactly he pulled off glitching his way outside like that, but hey, maybe he can start doing it more often and save me the trouble of going to the door. 